This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today. You are watching Forbidden Knowledge TV. This is Billy Carson, a.k.a. Forbidden Knowledge. Welcome to the Forbidden Knowledge Podcast. I'm podcasting live from Cairo, Egypt. And I'm here with, of course... Elizabeth. Elizabeth Hoekstra. Hoekstra, yes. Okay, Elizabeth I love the last Hoekstra. name. You the name. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Mohammed Gamal and Shah... How do I pronounce your last name? Adele. Adele. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be some one of these no. big names. No. Okay. And Shah is a is a Egyptologist, and Mohammed is a uh, tour coordinator, and he has been doing this for a very long time. I met you probably about eight years ago now. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I went on the tour with you in Egypt. It was, I think, a ten day tour at that time. It was ten day yeah. tour. Yeah. yeah. It was a classic ten day tour. Yeah. Covering the only the highlights. Right. Right. Yeah. It was great, and I had such a great experience. I decided to come back again to dig a little bit deeper. And yes, I am wearing my phenomenal gold shades <laughs> because I got this brand new gold cartouche yeah. that I'm so proud of and so happy to have. It's phenomenal. And so I thought this was a great accent for today. It is true. But uh, <laughs> I will take it off. Don't wear shades on a lot. I do wear shades a lot. But, um, but no, seriously, we had a great time so far this trip. We're about two-thirds of the way complete on this trip. And myself and Elizabeth came here. And you guys really set us up on an authentic tour this time. And some of the great highlights for me were, um, you know, getting access to some areas that the average person just usually doesn't get access to. Yeah. True. Like on the first day, we were down inside the Sphinx enclosure. Right. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, can you walk, tell the people a little bit, like, you know, how difficult it is to get into that access and uh, also, actually, that took uh, like a, a month handling all yeah. of that. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of phone calls yeah. and uh, yeah, work. yeah, a lot of paperwork <laughs> to file. Actually, it's not easy handling yeah. a private visit, especially. Uh, well, you know, it's allowed by the government. Yeah. It's allowed uh, by the authority, mm -hmm. but it's still. They are having some concerns. Right. Lots of activities cannot be done yeah. over there. Even right. when they start to find us shooting or using yeah. microphone, yeah. they started to freak out. Right. Same <laughs> if we are burning incense, yeah. that would be also forbidden. Right. So uh, we had to make sure and to guarantee to everyone before getting the permissions to do that, uh, that we would be just normal yeah. visiting. We're just love history and right. we're having people here digging deep in the for the history and yeah yeah they want to get closer 
Mm-hmm. That's it, to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, if I can add something about this, yeah, please, we, yeah. we also <clears throat> have to make, to make sure people mm-hmm. are coming yeah. really understand history because yeah. this is not an only place you open to public. I mean, right. this is not for tourists. Right. You need yeah, yeah. Yes. need somebody who really understands what this is about. Yeah. Yeah. Why we're giving him the permission? Right. I, I mean, we went through all these questions with the government: Who's coming? Yeah. Can we see his passport? Then we have yeah. to show your. Remember, yeah, yeah, who who yeah. you are and all the details right. about you. Yeah. This is how we get the permission. Sometimes, sometimes the government will say no. Yeah. You know, if you're like right. just an ordinary person. So this is like yeah. a really VIP place. Yeah. They don't open yeah. it for anyone. Well, I thought it was so interesting that yeah. I mean, this is my first time meeting both yeah. you guys. It's yeah. a pleasure. Um, yeah. But I thought it was so interesting, Shaw, because it was your guys' first time meeting, but you yeah. already knew who. Yeah. Billy Wood. Of course. Which is like wild. You know, your brand really has made it into Egypt, yeah. as we've noticed, like through the whole tour. I mean, people yeah, right. are like, Everywhere, everywhere. Actually, uh, during our lunch, sorry for interruption. Yeah. Sorry, during our lunch yeah. today, Sha was telling me mm-hmm. we had a big group and they the were French pointing. Group. Yeah, the French, French group, group were pointing at you. Yeah, they really? were pointing oh, fingers. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you know we know him. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you were saying. I mean, it's. Uh, I guess people are starting to recognize who I am because I've been talking a lot about ancient Egyptian. No, I mean, a lot of people are talking about ancient yeah. Egypt, to be honest. But the the way you're talking, mm-hmm. I mean, how how I know about you, like yeah. a few years ago, I was digging through, you know, the beginning of the beginnings, and yeah. then I I had to go. You know, Muhammad is my friend for a long time, and I said, yeah. you know, you have to follow this person. He's really looking for the truth, and you might like right, him. Yeah. And since yeah. then, I mean, yeah. yeah. This is this is how people should introduce history. Like right. facts, you can find everywhere. Like, I mean, right. you can Google on Wikipedia, and then you get all the facts everybody knows. But yeah. what you really want to know yeah. is like how it happened. Right. What's mm-hmm. the secrets behind it? Yeah, the the things people are yeah. hiding. You know, forbidden knowledge. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. That's why I fell in love with this name because yeah. it's really accurate. True. Yeah. Thank, True. You, thank you so much. Yeah, I've taken a lot of prior in time in researching and. You know, really traveling the world. Mm-hmm. I'm a traveler, not just a tourist. Mm-hmm. And that's the big difference. And I always try to use people like yourself, people that grew up here, that mm-hmm. know the area, that are familiar with the custom, the languages, and the true history. You know, right. because my thing is, I want to learn from you, and you learn a little bit from me, and so right. I think that's a we good synergy. That <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's what another tour guide, we had. He was like, "Wow, I'm just." I'm learning the most from you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's it's been cool yeah. to see. Like the knowledge just bounced back and forth between you. Guys. You know, yeah. this what that's why some places I'm just like, you know I'm not gonna talk. I'm just gonna listen because all of this knowledge. Like this morning when I asked how many pyramids you can see around, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm the forbidden knowledge. Like, oh, oh, that was true. <laughs> So I'm glad that, like, you know, your brand has come over here and people are really, really respecting, like, your knowledge and everything. And that has provided us access into places where people can't go into. So I've been having a ball. I mean, (laughs) maybe another thing is, like, uh, most of the tombs, usually they they forbid people to making pictures mm, they like, will allow like, you like they will never let today. you get yeah. uh, mm-hmm. videos right. so really everything was exceptional mm-hmm. this time yeah. uh, I believe we are all of us we were lucky yeah yeah getting no, everything like the, when done they, when they hear his name they, they open <laughs> I'm telling you I'm <laughs> telling you once they heard the name of Billy Fresh okay yes, you know what just go yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're inside a tomb today. Yeah. Inside of one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, inside yeah, the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it was a 60, 80 ton lid. And some, the base <laughs> yeah. is probably 60 to 80 tons. And the priest said, come, come up. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. got me on top of this right. amazing ancient artifact, this megalithic artifact. <laughs> and then he directed me to get inside and uh, it was bigger than I thought. Right. Because yeah. yeah. he, he, he put my elbows down. on the edge of the sarcophagus uh, base. I, mm-hmm. My feet still weren't touching the ground. I'm six yeah. foot four. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, where's the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, where's the bottom of this thing? I let yeah. go and fell down inside of there. Yeah, it was deep. This thing was massive. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. It was yes. incredible. I have yeah. a very strong theory about that whole entire Serapium now. I've been researching since we were driving yeah. away. Yeah. Even on your Wi-Fi. <laughs> and uh, I have a huge theory about it, which I'm going to save it for now. Okay. But um, I'm going to continue to research a little bit more. 
but it's an amazing. It's, we already know it's amazing. Cool. It is uh, cool. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The technology to build that place, but there's another level even that I I think I discovered that mm-hmm. nobody ever looked at the angle that I'm gonna show and uh, and discuss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna bring a little more forbidden knowledge. Yeah. I think I figured out how the sarcophagus has got down there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I figured out how the tunnel was built, and I also figured out who and why and the purpose of them as well. Mm-hmm. I, could, I, I could be off. It's just, it's just a theory. It's just a theory. It's really important, you know, of course. But, mm-hmm. but we just put it out there and we just ponder it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean it's real or authentic. It just means that let's consider this, you know. That's mm-hmm. true. But it's uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, that's going to be safe. Yes, yes, that's what you're saying. You're keeping us yeah, yeah. excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even Egyptians, even yeah. we, we are Egyptians, we are excited still, and yeah. we are waiting yeah. for the country. That's, that's, that's so the cool. Like yeah. you guys are yeah. from here, you yeah. guys live here, and yeah. you know, like the, just the respect that they have for you, just yeah. shows like, was man, it's been blowing my mind. But even <laughs> if I talk about my field, like Egyptologist, yeah. and I've been talking to my friends all the time, I was like. Oh my gosh, we saw his pictures. Like, where is he? I like, you know what? You should ask him many questions just to let, let him tell you everything about everything. He's like, chill, guys. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh no, no, I'm just showing up. Like, he's my friend and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are. You're yeah, thank you. We're family. Now. Yeah, We're family. True, true. Yeah, yeah. actually, uh, about us, the the best thing about us that we've been doing this for 15 years, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, we know always the difference between a tourist and traveler, mm. and. Uh, we have the thing that we always would like to show you the roots. We'd mm-hmm. like to see to show you deeper and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, that's our way. We we knew a lot and we actually we learn more than we yeah. you know, we give information. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today we are learning a lot actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah after we met first time yeah. uh, and start following the forbidden knowledge, yeah. actually I started to work more mm-hmm. with uh, lots of uh, priests mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. healers, comedic wow. people. Yeah. Wow. Which really opened the, the way for me. It's mm-hmm. like to know more. Yeah. From yeah. different sides, from different, yeah, yeah. you know, from all kind of minds. Mm-hmm. That was great. Uh, yeah, he taught me a lot of things since day one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, that's why I'm following. I'm keeping an eye. Yeah. What he's going to say now? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. What I liked about this tour was you said you were going to give us the authentic you know, experience. Yes. And Even during so, the time staying yes. at the yeah. hotels, oh, hotels yeah. No. Places, yeah, actually we picked all the hotels to mm-hmm. the uh, yeah original buildings. Right. Old with history, right? yeah, with Old history. Right. It's since, uh, 1865, yes. was built. 1869, the first one, mm-hmm. the Mena House. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It used to be the Operoi, uh, yeah. correct? It's Marriott, no. yeah. Used to mm-hmm. be uh, like a palace built by the king of Egypt that right. time. The same king who built the Mena House, the yeah. same one built the Marriott Hotel. Wow that uh, you're staying in yeah. now. Of course, the old cataract with the mm-hmm. the old history. Yeah. Let's bear in mind, because these places are the oldest, so all mm-hmm. of the famous people, they've mm-hmm. been there. Right. Yeah. So especially in the old cataract, yeah. the Agatha Christie, and uh, she wrote yes. the famous novel. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From this hotel, from right. the old cataract, the old same cataract. Again, they didn't agree. They don't take accept any reservation there. Mm. This is this wow. one of the places like they have to make a background check before right. they accept. Yes. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. So they have really? To, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, this is only for celebrities or yes. like really oh. famous people, mm. or even mm. like if a trusted person. So if we like right. in your case, if you have a group, of course, yeah. because your name is so big here. Yeah. You will only allow you, not anybody right. else. Right. Wow. Right. So this is the kind of tours nobody can do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we can go modern. We can go like uh, super fancy yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> super modern. Right. But it's like being authentic, being real. Yeah. So yeah. Everything. Yeah. Even right. it's like uh, let's say the cruise ship mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. the newer thing. Right. Uh, during the tour. Yeah. But you will find the people who's working there. Yeah. They were real. They are real. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they're yeah. trying to represent always the culture, and yeah, yeah. the real, real yeah. culture and real lifestyle. Mm. Yeah, That's what we like here. Yeah, yeah. They, they made us some Egyptian food one night. It was like mm. a huge buffet. It was, oh, it was incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was yeah. so if you remember during your first tour, mm-hmm. yeah, we were trying even, it's like to walk down the streets. Right. Mm-hmm. Downtown, yeah. it's right. like, mm-hmm. yeah. this is maybe we didn't have enough time to do uh, during the trip now. Yeah. But yeah, to see the real life and see. Mm-hmm. Real lifestyle there for the people. Right, yeah. exactly. Experience it, yeah, for hands on. 
the uh, the old cataract was uh, was amazing. I mean that that facility, that building, and the people there. The manager, yeah, the you know the, he came over. He knew my name. Yes, you know, the rooms were all upgraded. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys did a phenomenal, phenomenal oh, job. Man. I felt like a, I felt like a king. Thank you. Actually, you, you are. are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I bet you were a king in the previous yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it, it was, it's been a, a super duper. Like the experience this time is like. Yeah, compared, I was above ask, and beyond. Yeah. How was it compared to the last time you came here? This is another level. Yeah, like yeah. this is totally another level. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even coming to this hotel, this is another you know um, classic hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as we got here, you guys worked. You talking to the managers and everything, letting them know. You know, hey, you know, mm-hmm. this guy's he does mm-hmm. this, he does that, and. And right away, they put the upgrade in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, I'm upgrading, I'm upgrading my... We should tell you, most of these hotels send us yeah. thanks mail. Yeah, wow. for, yeah yes. because we, yeah. we recommended yeah. the hotels. Wow. With wow. Your, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're it's, like, it's thank amazing. you, we had a nice time seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. See you. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, you know, just even at the um, one of the hotels, the Mina House... Mm-hmm. I was taking the golf cart around to to do something. I had to, I think I had to go to the ATM machine. Yes. Yeah. And somebody was standing outside of the gate, and I don't know who this guy was. It's an Egyptian man. Mm. He was like, "Hey, you, you." <laughs> Let's talk about why. I mean, it's just because the knowledge that you provide people. I mean, you provide a different level of knowledge for people, for everyone, you know, the the stuff that you can't find. So, I mean, the forbidden knowledge, that's why. I mean, it's the respect for you. Yes, the respect. And Mm -hmm. I appreciate the respect. That's why I don't call the people that follow my accounts followers. I like to call them leaders. Mm -hmm. We're all learning together. I don't know everything. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't presume to know everything. Because once you think you know everything, that means you have too much ego. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot from you. I learned a lot from you. And I continue to keep learning. You know, there's a lot of yes. perspectives that yeah. need to be understood. And mm-hmm. your perspective, your perspective, everybody has a different perspective. That's true. You know, and even Elizabeth points things out that I didn't even see or realize before. And so I try to be humble enough to take all that information in so I can mm-hmm. paint a bigger picture for myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to uh, go over to Giza. Mm-hmm. Which is the, the brutal day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't even warm us up. I know. Like, that, that was day but, one too. Yeah. I, I said yeah. I was some cardio. I, I was uh, a, a bit of cardio. I lost about ten pounds. I, I, I got. I, I was even working on my six pack. At least I got a two pack. I got a two pack. Two pack. But you know. Tell us a little bit about the, you know, the 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 red pyramid and the and the bent pyramid. We got a chance to go inside of those two. Yes, mm-hmm. actually, know, yeah. the bent pyramid was just open a few months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you you are so lucky, and as you saw, like you were only a few people there, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't few... think that there was anyone in there. It, exactly. We so you have like again, like a total private yourself. tour, and no. it's exactly. all for yourselves. Right. And. Also the stick pyramid. Yeah. We've been inside the stick pyramid. Right, this right. is also still in Giza area. Yes. And it's the first time they opened it Mar- last March yeah. Yeah. since 17 years. Wow. They've been restoring wow. it for 17 yes. years. Incredible. Oh, man. Yes. Incredible. It was an incredible experience. Yeah. Going inside of the Red Pyramid was the warm-up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's a brutal warm-up because that, sh- that shaft, I don't know if that shaft is 60 meters, 70 yeah. meters. And then climbing down that shaft backwards, trying not yeah. to slip and fall and everything else. And then it's only like a four by four. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm six foot four, so I'm <laughs> trying to smash my head, my back. Um, and then getting down there, you know, okay, wow. And get experiencing the inside of the Red Pyramid. Mm-hmm. So many incredible, huge openings that go way up into mm-hmm. the ceiling. And just trying to figure out, like, what are these, the purposes for these these different openings and areas, you know, that have this space in them. Mm-hmm. Why are they like this? Why are they like, what was the purpose behind this design? Mm-hmm. And then spending some time in there and then leaving out of there and then going to the bent pyramids. I looked in that shaft, the first one, there's so many. Yeah. And I said, oh, now that, that's why they said that they don't let the guys in. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't get that more energy for today. <laughs> oh, no, guys. Yeah. No more. No more. No more. Oh, 
<laughs> Listen, guys, I went down this shaft that I don't know if this thing was probably 100 meters. More than that. Yeah. They're climbing, and that shaft led to another shaft, and another shaft, and another shaft, and another shaft, and then staircases to another shaft, and another shaft, and then more staircases. Yeah. It was almost like between adding up all the distance and going up and then coming all the way back was almost 1.5 miles of shafting and climbing and hiking and climbing. That's not because it's been 120 degrees. Yeah. It's a little warm. But it did have that one shaft that cooled us off. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. Inside the pyramid, it almost feels air conditioned. Yes. They have yeah. a really smart ventilation system. Ooh, man. Yeah. It felt, there was a breeze and a tiny little shaft. Yeah. Like yeah. you were crawling. Yeah. I was like standing up. <laughs> <laughs> air conditioning is like a cold wind. I'm like, oh, this feels yeah. good. Where was it coming from though? Yeah, I didn't no. see any openings anywhere. I don't know where it was coming from. Wow. We still don't know too. Wow. We know that they had this smart ventilation system we can yeah. even discover. And you know, the problem is when you put a robot inside one of these pyramids, mm -hmm. it can't go through wow. even the x-ray. It wow. doesn't go through the stone. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The x-rays don't go through, that's incredible. Exactly, it's like fighting this technology, you know, right, right. the technology we have. Yeah, you know, well, I think these pyramids are multifunctional stone computers. When you really analyze Giza Plateau and you analyze the position of the pyramids and the temples and the burial sites that are there, you can actually map out a inner orbit of uh, the solar system, the sun, yeah. Mercury, Venus, uh, uh, Earth, Mars, and you can see the orbits and you can even calculate the astronomical units. The distance from the Earth to the sun is one AU. Yeah. You can calculate the AUs between all the planets and the sun, mm -hmm. all at Giza. So it's really like mind blowing. Whoever designed this, they had to have an understanding of astrophysics. Yes. And uh, one of the most incredible maps that were ever discovered is the Perry Reese map. And it's one of the most ancient maps that exist. It has Antarctica without the ice. And when they scanned Antarctica, they found the exact land layout that's on this map, the Perry Reese map. But the, the ironic thing about this map, it's written from a particular uh, perspective. You have to be in space looking down on Cairo. To draw the map. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's okay. So the perspective of this map is drawn from being in upper atmosphere above Cairo, above Cairo yeah. to create the entire map. Wow. Wow. It's as incredible. The Perry Reese map. So this is an important location. Mm -hmm. We're we're in like you know holy place right here, sacred yeah. spot, because this has so many correlations to. Uh, you know, like there's an area on Mars called Cydonia, mm -hmm. which used to be the ancient name for Cairo. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's a lot of correlation between Mars and Earth. Mm -hmm. There's a an area on, in Cydonia where there's a pyramid, a five-sided pyramid, and also a small pyramid city. And that's where they found the famous face on Mars in the 1970s with the Viking mission, the Voyager mission, I'm sorry. So uh, Viking, Viking, yeah, mm -hmm. the Viking mission. So... This is really, you know, it's an anomaly that's there, mm -hmm. but it correlates with Cairo again. Yeah. So we just keep finding these weird, strange connections that happen, and nobody can explain it. Not even the scientists, not even NASA, not, nobody can. Right. And so they just try to dismiss it as coincidences. Okay. But how many times can you have coincidences mm -hmm. about this yeah. area? Right. You know? And uh, what's ironic is there was one uh, master teacher that recently passed away. He was grown, born and grown up here. Okay. He used to play in the underground, dried out tunnels uh, where the aquifer is underneath the pyramids when he was a kid. Mm -hmm. He passed away about three years ago. He was talking about the Bent Pyramid. He had a mm -hmm. different understanding about it. He said that the Bent Pyramid used to have different chambers filled with water and that it would have a resonating tone inside when they hit something. Yeah. And that resonance would create a scan, almost like an x-ray of a person who had injuries or some kind of illness. And at the top, where that where the concrete slab or whatever is broken, you can see the wooden beams. Mm -hmm. Somebody would be up there, the physician, I guess, and he would be able to see this holographic image. Okay, that was on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> <laughs> and so he would be able to see this holographic image uh, of the person inside of there. So it's really amazing how that happened. And this is just his his understanding from what he was taught from what he was taught from his great-grandfather, great-grandfather, so mm -hmm. on. So um, is it accurate? We don't know. But what is interesting is that you hear different stories about these structures. Mm -hmm. And according to him, you know, 
it wasn't an uh, an accident that the angle was changed. Yeah. The angle was changed according to him and his great grandfather and grandfather before him was because it was used for a particular purpose mm-hmm. to create a specific residence on the inside. Do we know if it's accurate? We don't know. Yes, right. mm-hmm. but it's just interesting that there's always these so, so many different perspectives about right. you know the pyramid and the structure and how it worked and why and. Of course, mainstream says that it maybe they didn't get the angle right, so they had to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, change, it, change it. Yeah, you know? but there's so many yeah. different perspectives. So that's why this place is so amazing, um, and they're discovering new things all the time, right? Yeah. And, and can I add something yeah, yeah, else sure. about the, the Vim pyramid? Because mm-hmm. we have we had the theory for a long time it may be meant to be two pyramids on the top of each other. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes, because when you went inside, you saw many pyramid chambers. Yeah. Yeah. The maximum number inside any pyramid usually three. Mm. One for the king, a gallery, and then one for, you know, maybe the equipments they're going to boot or whatever right. he's going to use in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. But inside that one, we found six, wow. yeah. which wow. is actually the number of two pyramids. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe there were two on the top of each other. Maybe yeah. the king wanted to build something for him and for somebody else. You know mm-hmm. what? That's mm-hmm. interesting you say that. Wow. In Teotihuacan, Mexico, mm-hmm. at the Teotihuacan Pyramid Complex, which mm-hmm. mirrors the Giza Plateau, uh, the Pyramid of the Moon, which was built by Thoth mm-hmm. from Egypt, according to the, their legends there, mm-hmm. he built it, um, eight pyramids stacked on top of each other to build that one pyramid. Mm. Okay. Wow. I and didn't so, know that. they okay. discovered this. Now, they mm-hmm. scanned it, they analyzed it, and guess what? It's mm-hmm. eight pyramids. The Pyramid wow. of the Moon is eight pyramids. Okay. okay. He built it for his wife. So maybe it's Mayan. related or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, who wow. knows? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the Pyramid of the Sun at Teotihuacan is exactly the same size base as the Great Pyramid of Giza. Okay. It's in the same exact alignment with Orion, the three pyramids there. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly 50% the height of the Great Pyramid at Giza. Wow. wow. It's built with the same architect. the same, And it's built on top of an aquifer, just like the Great Pyramid of Giza was built on top of an aquifer as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're like, you know, this is amazing. And mm-hmm. what's interesting about the Teotihuacan complex, if you look at it from above, it looks like a computer circuit board. Oh the whole complex goodness. is like a computer circuit board. It's the same thing if you look from mm-hmm. the top to the Giza Pyramid complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, interesting. Like the entire world. Okay, yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So these people were master architects <laughs> and they knew how to use the earth and stone. To create, that's why I call it a multifunctional stone computer, right? True. You know, and uh, even Sam was saying, uh, not Sam, I'm sorry, Abdul, mm-hmm. one of our other guys in between the trips, mm-hmm. was saying that he thinks the obelisk would collect electricity, which is what right. I think. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yes, we yeah. think so. Yeah. Magnetized mm-hmm. crystal granite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's a great source. And if you have something like a jet pillar that can oscillate, it can capture that ambient energy mm-hmm. and it can be connected to a cord and connected to light bulbs and electric gold electroplating and mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. else okay that's why you were saying today like when we were in the Cerebrium and yeah. I said we have no places for torches and yeah. you said like they have electricity they have yeah. their bulbs okay right. yeah okay. I didn't okay now it's that was at Dendera at Dendera in the underground crypt mm-hmm. yeah. there's a relief there on the ground we went down there and you have two light bulbs, mm-hmm. you have a jet, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, a filament inside the bulb. Mm-hmm. And you have basically another little box, like a power box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that the jet is collecting the energy and oscillating and is sending it to the power box and mm-hmm. then from there being converted into whatever voltage. And that cable connected to the light bulb is lighting up. That's why there's no soot inside these tombs, inside these right. crypts. Mm-hmm. Because there's no flames, there's no, no flames. No you doors. can't light them. Yeah. You can't light a flash uh, right. fire because it's going to stick the oxygen away. Yeah. Yes. True, yeah. especially if you're and by the time yeah. even it's uh, burning, it will ruin the walls and yes. uh, mm-hmm. yeah. You see traces Drones. of fire at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and the detail you have to have bright light to yeah. see like the that tiny little detail on True. every. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I imagine yeah. if you're holding fire next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the only soot you see there is what from the Christians came in and started using those places as cooking. You know. Mm-hmm. To cook and to right. burn heat yeah. for right. the winter. Mm. That's when they started destroying all the great works of art. But when you clean away the soot, you discover, oh, underneath it is the real work of art. Mm-hmm. That soot came after. 
That's yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the ancient Egyptians didn't use torches or and lanterns to do this work. They used mm-hmm. technology to do this work. There was remnants. I mean, it's just everywhere. There's yeah. technology. It's yeah. everywhere. You yeah. can see it everywhere. I mean, the <laughs> there was a whole helicopter. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. That was at Abydos. Yeah. It's so interesting because, of course, the mainstream is trying to say, well, maybe they tried to change the glyph around right. to match right. the father's name. But yeah. Ramses went around and changed all the hieroglyphs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they all were done right. Mm-hmm. I've never seen any of these kings. The ego is so big with these kings that they allow one to be wrong. Right. 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 True. That's never. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't. I mean, why so much perfection? And all of a sudden, just right. this one, this one right. Right. we're not going to get it right. I think he would be pissed, and he would order it to be fixed, mm-hmm. uh, even if that piece had to be removed and put back. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I, the ego is so big with these kings. Right. I don't know how he would allow one to remain in that poor condition if that mm-hmm. was what happened. I really do believe there was a depiction of something, and to have that many anomalies, there's four anomalies of technology in that one hieroglyph, a tank, a submarine, an airplane, or a ship, and some type of uh, helicopter. helicopter yeah. And so all of a sudden, if you have one anomaly, okay, two, mm, or you have right. in this much space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. having like four or five. Right. Yeah. That's too many anomalies yes, yes. to yeah. have in one small location yeah. to, just by accident. Right. Yeah. So it makes you scratch your head and go, you know, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on here? And but when you go and look into the ancient texts, the Mahabharata, the mm-hmm. Bhagavad Gita, the Indian Vedas, the Egyptian Book of the Dead, the Enumi Elish, the Atrahasis epic, um, the epic of Gilgamesh. When I go into all these texts mm-hmm. and read them, guess what I find? Oh. Flying machines, technology, mm-hmm. the Emerald Tablets of Thoth. Mm-hmm. The opening scene in the Emerald Tablets, Thoth from Egypt. He says that he got into his ship. His father sent him to the land of Kem to rebuild because the great flood happened to rebuild. And he gets into a ship and he takes off until the ship disappears into space. And the, the, the earth disappears. Okay. He doesn't sail out on the ocean. He yeah. goes up into the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he gets to the land appointed or location appointed, he looks down from the ship and he sees the, the temple and the ancient temple in Kem coming out of the mud. And he descends down and beneath him, he sees the hairy barbarians. Which mm-hmm. is the one you saw and we took us to see in the museum? Yeah, yeah. sixty. How about thirty-six thousand year old hominid, right? Mm-hmm. Homo sapien. Mm-hmm. Homo yeah. sapiens. Thirty-six thousand. Okay. Guess what? Guess when the Emerald Tablets was written? Thirty-six thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the land of Kem, which is here. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then he opens the doors to his ship and he's coming out and the barbarians come to attack him and he raises his staff and sends out a ray of vibration which freezes them in their tracks. We mm-hmm. have the same technology now. It's called active denial. The U.S. military has something called active denial. Mm-hmm. It's a beam of vibration that comes at you. They can aim it at a crowd of people, people looking to loot or people looking to attack or mm-hmm. people looking to, to riot, and it will freeze you in your tracks. Wow. They can change the frequency and make you vomit. They can make you feel like you're on fire. They wow. can make you feel like you're being beat up with bats and sticks. It can, it can do all these things to you. It makes you turn around and run away. Wow. We have the same technology called active mm-hmm. denial. So we're talking about 36,000 years ago, Foth has this active denial technology that he's describing in the first few verses of the Emerald Tablets. That's what got me hooked on the Emerald Tablets. That's why I had to write a book about it. Yeah. You yeah. should have a movie about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. With this opening, I'm definitely watching. Yeah, yeah. That would be way better than Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Mm. You know, um, so yeah. And so we got the chance to go in some of the, the extra crypt at Dendera. Mm-hmm. We got it, to go to the top, right? We got to go yes. to the top yeah, this that time. That was crazy. Okay. Wow. I didn't even know there was a top. That was incredible. Yeah. You know, and uh, that was a great experience. Was that where we had the, the no water accident? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, 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 that was I think, it. I think it was, yeah. That was it. <laughs> but our, our guy there, Sam, was great. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> awesome. He's awesome. He was, he was great. We were finding, he was telling us about the fact that they're always finding more things. Yeah, okay. every day. Yes. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about how they're finding more things all the time? We just find it because, you know, like, I'll, I'll talk about Sakara, for yeah. example, because I've, I've been working with the excavation mm-hmm. of the new months. Yeah. 
what happens that when you find somewhere mm. flooded with water, mm. if it's really flooding, that means you'll find something underneath. Mm. And that's what the radars get. Ah. When we find water, yeah. then we have to pump the water out. Once we get more water, mm -hmm. that means definitely something is down there. Wow. And we're not always lucky. I mean, most yeah. of the time we find just empty tubes. Wow. Like a lot of times we find shafts empty, mm -hmm. stolen for a long time. Wow. Mm -hmm. And some other times, like the last, like, I don't know, in last January, we found this tomb full of 23 mummies. Mm. Wow. Wow. For the first time. Maybe they're not all from the royal family, but still, you get another perspective yeah. about, you know, mid-class people. Right, how right. they used to bury their people. How yeah. they're all in one place. How they, yeah. they believed in coming back, so they right. wanted to come back in a way or another. Right. So usually this is what happens. Like, a radar in the area, mm -hmm. they find water, they start digging. Right. Usually, sometimes they're lucky, some, most of the time they're not so lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially wow. we're talking about big excavations, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, we find so stuff much. all the time, like statues, yeah. you can find every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, because between the time I came here last and now, there might be another hundred statues discovered. And about three or four new museums. museums. Right. <laughs> yes. uh -huh. yeah, yeah, and I, let me tell you, the, the museums that uh, just opened, they mm -hmm. are full of stuff that been found like 20 and 30 years ago. Wow. They haven't been just discovered. Yeah. All mm -hmm. of the new discoveries, like for the, five, the mm -hmm. past five or six years, yeah. haven't been shown yet. Wow. Wow. Just in the stores. Still, wow. we're waiting still for the grand opening for the Grand Egyptian Museum, mm -hmm. maybe next year. Mm -hmm. So that will show wow. some more, not yeah. everything, but yeah, some yeah. more. A little yeah. bit more. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of work to catalog all this information. Mm, true. And I see that all the stones are tagged and numbered, and mm -hmm. it's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah, it is. And and actually, they they still working in restoration first. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and that's why, as I mentioned, it's it's not only Egyptian work. As I mentioned before, the Japanese government is funding a lot of. Mm. Money to help mm. categorize and, and those bones, I think, uh, and the American government. No, yeah. so, no, but I mean, like the biggest two. The main, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the main two, yeah. the United States and Japan. And Japan. Wow. The United States, they're working so hard for the excavations there. They're funding a lot of money yeah. everywhere. You find like the American flag in yeah. every yeah. Egyptian museum. So, wow. so, yeah. yeah that's I know that NASA is heavily involved in a lot of the areas here. Of course, yes. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because mm -hmm. they're also involved a lot of, in a lot of areas in uh, Mexico, like in Chaco Canyon, mm -hmm. the Grand Canyon in America. Mm -hmm. I was in the, I landed in a helicopter in the Grand Canyon. I was trying to find some ancient Egyptian artifacts in mm -hmm. one of those tunnels, and, and stone mm -hmm. tunnels or, or openings. Mm -hmm. And then military officers came out of nowhere. I think they came out of the ground. Oh, there was nobody there. Oh my gosh. And they said, You can't come in here. And I said, Why? And they said, NASA owns access to this area. Oh. And I was wow. like, What? Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And I remember the last time I came, um, what's the little lady, um, the sister that helped us? Uh, Iman. Iman, yes. yes. She was telling us that NASA was getting some access to the Great Pyramid, mm. uh, the, 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 grand, the Grand Gallery. True. Yes. yes. And yeah, I was that's like, true. This mm. is what? Mm. What is this? Mm. This is letting me know now that there's some astrophysical knowledge. Yeah, that's true. Of course. That they want to get access to. They want to find out about these alignments. They want to find out about, you know, the Great Pyramid has shafts. Mm -hmm. And those shafts, they point towards star systems. Now, what's interesting is I found the way that the Queen's Chamber is built. If you have water running underneath the Great Pyramid, which is creating, which is an aquifer, mm -hmm. and you have that base, which is crystal granite, you get something called physiostatic electricity. You get physiostatic you get ions moving up into mm -hmm. the pyramid chambers. Wow. Also, you can run some water, the way that it's set up, into the queen's chamber, and because of a simple uh, process of electrolysis, the way it's set mm -hmm. up, you can extract hydrogen atoms in the queen's chamber okay. of the Great Pyramid, and then you can push those hydrogen atoms out of those... Um, shafts that lead towards the stars. The number one uh, communication method for astrophysics right now in the modern time is we try to communicate with other star systems to see if there's life out there on the hydrogen frequency. Mm. Okay. I believe that, this is my personal opinion, this is not, mm. you know, this is not anything to verify, guys, but I believe that we were, part of the Great Pyramid's function was communication with other star systems that the alignments were with in those mm. time periods. Yeah through the hydrogen frequency, sending communications back and forth to those star systems, or at least one way, at least, letting them know what was going on in this kingdom here that okay. the Natiru took part in building. When they came here and turned mud into a kingdom, I think that they all hailed from different star systems. 
That's my personal opinion. I don't think that the aliens that are out there that people see on TV with these big green antennas and all this stuff, I think that we are the aliens. Yes. And I'm getting this now from traveling around the world and talking to all these indigenous cultures, and they all say the same thing, that we were brought here and seated on the planet in ancient times, and that we had risen and fallen to high levels of civilization before. And when you read a lot of these other ancient texts, mm -hmm. there's this huge galactic war that occurred in the Pleiadian star system. Mm -hmm. And it's recorded in all the artifacts, Egyptian artifacts. You have the Pleiades, Sumerian, you have the Pleiades, the Greeks, uh, the, the Indian, the, the Asian. It's everywhere. It's in, in, it's in South America. And so I'm really starting to believe that uh, some of these people were maybe space refugees. In other words, fleeing from an area of war in space that had the technology and ability creating breakaway civilizations on other planets and starting over again. Uh, and this just happened to be one of the planets, I think, that there was a restart of civilizations. And I think not just from one race, but many races of people. But I think that us, this body type, mm -hmm. I think it's pretty standard. Mm -hmm. There's a famous paper called, uh, written by the ancient indigenous uh, natives in America. It's called the Terror Papers. When you read these documents, this is ancient stuff. Yeah. It's the Star Wars movies. Okay. And I mean, it's the identical Star I think he, George Lucas, got his information from these papers. Mm -hmm. Except for the love stories. Mm -hmm. Everything else is the same. Yeah. <laughs> the Republic, okay. this and that. This is old stuff. And it's talking about these people developing hominids on other planets, other civilizations, coming to Earth, coming, going to other planets, and then eventually getting to the point where there was this, this war. Mm -hmm. And it's all in all of these, you know, all of these things that I've read. So it's pretty interesting. It's just another theory. But I, I do was, believe that they're communicating with other star systems. Well, it was crazy because, I mean, there's like proof of, of something alien because I was looking at some skulls. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's oh, not yeah. how our skulls look. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. that? I mean, the yeah. back of their heads were, yeah, were yes. massive. Yeah. Massive. This yeah. skull the shape of big skulls. Yeah. 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 We saw that in the museum. We saw yeah, that. Yeah. We saw the mummies. Time, yeah. Most of the mummies were in time. They had, even from other eras, like yeah. they had this really big, Strange heads. Right. Yeah. Yes. Can, you, can you describe Akhenaten's daughter's heads? Uh, yeah, this is one of the things. Like in Egypt, we believe maybe because of the intermarriage, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. to keep the real blood pure, they used to right. marry each other. Like the father used to marry his sister. Yeah. And we have this statue for Akhenaten kissing mm -hmm. one of his daughters. Mm -hmm. um, oh, by the way, the French didn't invent it. The French kiss, we did. <laughs> yeah, they just stole it from us. <laughs> we have a statue yeah. for in, like this in the Egyptian yeah. museum. Or the second theory, maybe mm -hmm. they used to tie their heads like the African tribes, mm -hmm. you know, right. the, for to show intelligence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I mean, no, I don't know. But yeah. you know, it just happened for eighteen years and disappeared. Yeah. And and that's the thing. I mean, yeah. if it's natural, you will see it everywhere. It would be consistent. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. but it yeah. just disappeared. And I looked at a couple of things. I researched it because I researched skull binding, mm -hmm. which is what you're talking about mm -hmm. when you wrap the skull. Now, what I found with skull binding, even talking to some biologists and archaeologists, was that in skull binding, it reduces the cranial capacity. In other words, it makes the skull smaller. Like, even though it's longer, it makes it smaller. Wow. And when you see, like, Akhenaten and his daughters and so forth, mm -hmm. and uh, some of the Ramses yeah. mummies, mm -hmm. you see that there's more mass. True. Another thing that's ironic, if you look at the plates in some of the mummies, not all mm -hmm. of them, but some of these mummies only have one parietal plate. Mm -hmm. And some of the Paracas skulls in South America only have one parietal plate. And human beings, or Homo sapiens sapiens, that's mm -hmm. us, we have two. two. Mm -hmm. So it makes you say, well, wait a minute. What kind of skull is this and what kind of being is this? Now, we all have the same general look-alike features. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously, um, they can mate with us and we can mate with them because they've had offspring from people that don't have skulls like that. But it also makes me ask the question, you know, are these people, you know, from here originally? Or if they are from here, did something else make with these people? If you look in even the biblical texts, if you look in the Islamic texts, if you look in the the Buddha texts, if you they're always talking about beings that are not from here. A lot of these religious beliefs are believing in aliens, whether they know it or not. Because the people that they're worshiping didn't come from Earth, according to these texts. Mm -hmm. So you can't deny it. And what is an alien? It means that you're not from here. Right. That's what. Mm -hmm. That's all it means. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not from here, and if you, you know, but you know, so you can't argue it. You're worshiping 
an alien. I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm just mm -hmm. saying that if we analyze it in a base way, you're talking about worshiping aliens. Not and, and it doesn't mean that they're physical beings. It could be still uh, spiritual beings. But however, they're not from Earth. Mm -hmm. And nobody in any religion that I found so far, no, nobody's God was born on the planet. No. Uh, and the only mm -hmm. one that has been given a godlike status in terms of in modern times was Jesus. His name was actually Yeshua. Uh, this is actual real name. And when you start analyzing a lot of his um, his speaking and his talking and his lectures that he gave out, you find all of those words in the same in the Emerald Tablets. Mm -hmm. So when he came here to Egypt, I believe that he was learning the Egyptian mysteries because that's what Thoth was teaching. And the Emerald Tablets is that. And then when Jesus grew up and started speaking, he was speaking directly from the Emerald Tablets. The Emerald Tablets is 36,000 years old. Yeah. And the Bible was written 100 AD to 900 AD. Mm -hmm. So which came first, the chicken or the egg? Oh, yeah. His words are coming out of the Emerald Tablets. And I have in my book, I put the Emerald Tablets, Thoth speaking, and I put Jesus speaking side by side. And you begin to realize that, oh, he's just speaking what he learned right. from the tablets. Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah. Didn't come off the top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty interesting stuff. So, uh, you know, then he went to Tibet. That was confirmed by the Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama, um, he confirmed that uh, Yeshua visited Tibet to learn Reiki healing and uh, mystic art, uh, Reiki healing and Qigong. And then he went to India to learn the mystic arts. And then he taught reincarnation the whole way back into Egypt. And then from there, he's called out of Egypt by, my, you know, I call my son out of Egypt, that's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. He then leaves and goes back to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. But by then, he had learned all the mystic arts. He learned the, all the Egyptian mysteries and everything else and Reiki healing and Qigong and all this other stuff, energy and chakras and kundalinis mm -hmm. and everything mm -hmm. else. And now he's this, you know, spiritual being uh, fully awakened. And he was trying to teach to people that, um, in my opinion, that, you know, it wasn't that he was returning. He mm -hmm. said the Christ will return. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so that's the Christ consciousness. Mm -hmm. It's that it's a it's a way of thinking. Yes. Mm -hmm. it's a, I think it's, it's a way of thinking. And that may have been <clears throat> misconstrued over time, mm -hmm. maybe by accident or purpose, because, you know, it generates a lot of revenue. But <laughs> mm -hmm. but I think it's about the Christ coming back in all of us. And it's really the consciousness is what mm -hmm. it is. Christ consciousness has nothing to do with Jesus because Christ's been around before long before him. Mm -hmm. It's a way of understanding the world and the life around you and understanding that we're born again by raising our level of consciousness. And you could be born again many times in one lifetime right. as you become more and more aware of yourself and mm -hmm. what's going on. It has nothing to do with water splashing on you. That's mm -hmm. just a symbology of mm -hmm. you getting higher levels of thought. That's true. You know. But it's all weird how all this comes through Egypt, mm -hmm. which we're going to go to the house that Jesus lived in. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're going after the yes. yes. The holy cavern. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's real, guys. There's a house here. Yes, he was a real person. It's not people don't only think one real. house. Yeah. You got a lot. Wow. We have the real journey, the holy journey, yeah. escaping from Jerusalem, coming to Caradim. They wander around Egypt. Mm -hmm. And each place we have... A the church place, yeah. yes. for the them. Right. Actually, yes, yeah. the UNESCO approved this is right, yeah. and even yes. the Vatican approved it. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. nice. So yeah. yeah, we will see the map there. We mm -hmm. will see even the wood, the holy well they drank from. Right, mm. we're going, we're going to see this. Fantastic. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I just um, I, and I wanted to add something when you mm -hmm. were saying about yeah. most of the religions are believing in aliens, yeah. stuff like this. In a way, yes, like because. Coming from a Muslim background, mm -hmm. we have the same story, which nobody knows so much because, you know, this is deep in the religion. Yeah. We have this fancy story about the prophet mm -hmm. when he slept and, and a great giant animal took him to the mm -hmm. seven skies and then they took him to hell right. and flew all around the world. We call it the Isra al Ma'arab. So it's pretty the same like those yeah. stories in right. every religion. Yeah. Now it's coming back to my right. mind. So it's literally <laughs> in every yeah. religion. True. And this is, yeah, it's, yeah. it's exactly, it's like a, a trip through space. It, exactly. Yeah. It is because a trip yeah, through space. Yeah. And for the Muslims, you have to believe in it. Like yeah. it's part of being Muslim. Right. Which is, yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's what it is. It's I mean, true. You, you have to call it is what it is. It's yeah. the same story, I yeah. believe, for Jesus. Yes. It's yeah. the same. It's, it's like, the same story. Yeah. yeah. The same story. You know, he got beamed up. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, in some texts, it's interesting that he didn't, like in the Sinai Bible, he never got crucified, which is interesting. Which yeah. Which predates the King James Bible. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the Book of Jesus' Wife, which is at the Harvard Seminary in America, which, yeah. according to that, I mean, you're going to say, well, he got, got, he got married, most likely to Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. So there's so many different, uh, you know, things that could have happened there. But either way, 
I believe that we're dealing with uh, supreme, highly intellectual beings. Uh, and because of the level of intel intelligence, we as people that don't have that level yet, we perceive them as gods. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's what happened to a lot of the people in ancient times. They would see these beings that had this level of intelligence. They knew how to construct these amazing things. And we deified these people because, man, these got to be, you know, we got to be God. Everything mm-hmm. you ask, them, they know the answer yeah. to. Mm-hmm. There's, an, there's a new invention by this, uh, by this student at Harvard. Mm-hmm. You put it on your head and it, it just leans on the bone right behind your ear. Mm-hmm. And you, it's connected to the Internet. No wires, no nothing. And you just think to it a question. So you ask me a question, what's 1 million times 1.5229 to the 10th squared? And then I would think that question into my head. And it would, the light from my, my brain, the photons from my brain, the wavelengths will go into this device and go to the internet. Google will send the answer back and vibrate the bone right here and send it right into my head, the answer. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So <laughs> now can you imagine being... Two, three thousand years ago, you have this knowledge attached to your head. Yeah. And then anybody asks you any question, you know the answer within seconds. You're going to be looked at as a god. Wow. Yeah, true. Well, also in the hieroglyphs, I mean, they're, they're depicted like those huge, gigantic beings, yeah. and then the, the people were small. Yeah. So, I mean, it's written all over. The proof is everywhere yeah. here. It's pretty interesting. You know, yeah. some of these beings were, well, in the Bible, they call them the Anak. We call them the Sumerian, they call them the Anunnaki. Yeah. The Bible said that we were grasshoppers in their sight. Mm-hmm. These were super massive people. Uh, and, you know, it's just so many stories, but it's really an amazing thing to be here because Egypt has so many secrets <clears throat> and it raises yes. so many questions so you can have mm-hmm. conversations like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and and every time you circle back to the same place, yeah. you will find something new and you mm-hmm. exactly. a new story. Yeah. yeah. Learning something new. Yeah, yeah. 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 something new. That's, that's, yeah, love things, actually. Yes. Yeah, True. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just great. You guys done a phenomenal job putting us on this trip and this Thank journey. You so yes. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward. To I'm looking forward to to 2022. Yeah. With yeah. And we're doing a tour with you guys again. We're bringing 50 people. Yeah. 50 mm-hmm. people out here in October mm-hmm. with the yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And it's gonna be. I know it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. It's exciting really and. Uh, we're actually yeah. working on the permissions from now. We're getting with access everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. A year ahead because we have yeah. to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. we have a big number. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be phenomenal. Regina yeah. Meredith is a phenomenal human being. Yes. Oh She's gosh. a living legend. She's a great uh, host. She's a TV show host. She has her own TV show. Mm-hmm. She's done over 400 episodes. I don't know how many seasons. Man. And she's also been a narrator on a lot of major movies and documentaries and stuff her voice is phenomenal um and she's worked with us right now recently she's mm-hmm. she interviewed elizabeth for her life story which is being converted into a book and her spirit her, something is different about her yeah. you know you can yeah. tell when you sit with her she's right. she's yeah. a different kind of being so amazing. Amazing. it's gonna be a really awesome tour i can't i can't imagine the two yeah. legends here oh my goodness <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be great. We'll bring fifty people with us. I think we're gonna have a great time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to getting the whole process going and mm-hmm. we're working out all the details, yeah. guys, but yeah. you'll be able to sign up very, very soon. I'm pretty sure this will sell out very fast. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. when it's live, when it goes live, you're gonna to wanna to be a part of it mm-hmm. instantaneously because mm-hmm. it's gonna go this is gonna be a big trip. Yes. And uh, I'm looking forward to it to this one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, everything is, is really falling into place, too. I mean, people can actually own shares of Forbidden Knowledge now. So, yeah. I mean, that's like, yeah. that, that's <laughs> big time, real, yeah. real big time. Because, I mean, <laughs> it's just the stuff that we're involved mm-hmm. with and, yeah. and doing is, I mean, it's mind-blowing. Like, my right. it is. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. I just got approved by the SEC yeah. to uh, be able to uh, sell shares of my company. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Now yeah. we could be a part owner for Bill Knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And I had a friend who told me, telling me, yeah. well, this is like, you're selling shares, I need money right now. This is, this is what I should be yeah. doing now. Like, yeah, this is how we really invest money. Yeah, I decided, you know, how can I, how can I also turn this empire into a way to get other people uh, financially free? True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I sat down one day and I thought, you know what? If I'm able to sell shares of my company, not too much, but enough to where some people can get their hands on shares. Yeah. And those shares eventually will be worth a lot of money. Right. 
give them a chance, give people a chance, maybe I can cre- help create some millionaires, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Not that it's guaranteed, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. Right. And with the way that everything is going with the TV network, with my book mm-hmm. publishing company, with my e-commerce company mm-hmm. and everything else, all underneath that, yeah. it's going, it's, it's becoming going huge. Wild. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do that. And eventually the ultimate goal is to be on the stock exchange mm-hmm. where those shares eventually could be sold at a premium. Whoever gets the shares now, they can be sold at a major yeah. premium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're excited about that. Yeah, and I was a big fan. I always say that this is the best place <laughs> to invest your money. <laughs> like true, yeah, yeah. was such a brilliant mind. Thank you, thank you. It, really, it was. It's um. It's a pleasure meeting you. It's like. I have no idea. Oh, oh, <laughs> I would be screaming like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just holding myself down the track. <laughs> Act twice and stuff. <laughs> Act twice. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been great. It's been great. Yeah. yeah and, I've, uh, learned. I've learned yeah. so much from all you guys. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, really? <laughs> oh my gosh, I am. Yeah. You're a quick learner, too, which yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> All right, listen, we could talk all yeah. night. Yeah. We could keep going. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right, but this has been another great episode of Forbidden Knowledge Podcast. And don't forget, you can go to the link in my bio, the link in the caption of this video, or the podcast, wherever it is on Apple or Spotify or whatever. Click on that link. You can actually get shares of Forbidden Knowledge. If they're still available by the time you hear this broadcast, there's only a limited amount of shares available that were approved by the SEC in the first round. And by the time I get to the second round, those shares will most likely be at a premium. So it's a great yeah. fl- ground floor opportunity to get involved right now. Yeah. And don't forget the Rolls Royce giveaway. I'm still giving away my previously owned Rolls Royce. And it's a raffle. So mm-hmm. you can click the link for that in the caption of this video or podcast. And you can enter to win. Uh, not enter to win, but play for a raffle ticket, which gives you a chance to win a Rolls Royce, my Your previous, previous. Owner, my previous, previous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't call it an old car, you can't call it an old, because it's not yes, as big as an old car, and so the, the money for that, that's generated from that, is going to go to help underprivileged children, mm-hmm. so it's a great, great cause, everybody wins, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I'm, I, I, instead of just trading the car in, or, can't, or selling it, I'm deciding it to do it this way, so I can help as many people as I can. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, real quick, let's just add in the the documentary that you're going to be filming out here too. Oh yes, which is going to be crazy yes. because like we went to that um, carpet carpet yes, place yes, yes. and saw these kids and they were they were making these beautiful carpets. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Shaw, I can talk a little mm-hmm. bit about it, yeah. but I mean that that was amazing to see. I mean, their yeah. little hands. Were <laughs> <laughs> I know. Wow. So wow. some of those kids are like you know they're giving giving a chance to work and earn some money instead of being on the street. Exactly. Yeah. Because for a long time this neighborhood is really because they're mostly farmers and mm-hmm. they're not from the from the city, not mm-hmm. from Cato or Giza. Yeah. So most of the kids they had seven or eight kids each family. Wow. Mm-hmm. So either they send them to the streets to hustle, sell drugs, mm-hmm. again yeah. be involved in prostitution stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with the help of the NSF, they invented these brilliant schools, yeah. um, you know, carpet schools nice. to help them study yeah. like ordinary subjects. Right. Plus they would get paid for learning how to make carpets. Wow. And you saw like the really yeah. talented. Oh, they're yeah. talented. Oh, they're so, so talented. And we were yeah. looking at the carpets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really see anything that was like too popped out, you know, that, mm-hmm. that we wanted to get. But I thought it was so cool that you just yeah. walked around and gave a little Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Yeah. You remember yeah. I told yeah. you that yeah. the, the the little kid was like, oh, was oh my amazing. gosh, she's yeah. an angel. It's like yeah. they kept telling each other, God sent us an angel today. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. You were super it's, happy. I mean that's hard Oh, I come guess. on, I'm getting good goosebumps again. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like, you know, these kids were in here working so hard. Yeah, they were. And yeah, I, they I just were. wanted to give them a gift, right. so I gave every yeah. kid money just, you know, to make sure to let them know, I, I know, support them in any kind of way. Yeah. You made their that day. Was great. Yeah. 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 That was great. That was great. So, guys, we're going to go now because we all we are all starving and hungry. We've, we've been hunting and hiking in temples and, and sarcophaguses. Is it sarcophagus or sarcophagi? Which one no, is it? sarcophagus. 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 It's Latin. Latin? Yeah. I know. I'm just verifying because it sounds funny. We've been, we've been, like, digging ourselves and closing ourselves in sarcophagus all day. So. Yes. We're, we're hungry and we're tired and we're going to sign off for now. But. Thank you again for watching another episode of Forbidden Us Podcast. Peace. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can pause it now.
Freemasons really date all the way back to uh, the time of Amin Ra, when he was actually supposedly walking amongst the earth with the people. He mostly ruled from his skyship or the sun disk, according to uh, the Egyptian glyphs and some writings in the Book of the Dead. Uh, Amin Ra very rarely came down to be around people. Uh, and Akhenaten used to worship him and call him the Aten or the sun god. But, um, but uh, ironically, um, he had these people that he had uh, created, uh, or genetically modified, I would say, that were, became the Masons. And they were some of the builders for his kingdom. And uh, these builders were the originators of this Freemasonry. And it was all about building in uh, science, uh, information, technology into stone, into stone buildings in a way that harnessed energies and powers, that, that harnessed frequencies and vibrations that basically were able to um, allow the person that, that rules over that building or owns that structure to generate realities that they're looking to pursue or their agenda that they want to occur. biggest things in Egyptian mysteries is that we're not living in current time. We're not living in real time. We're actually living slightly in the past. Things are happening ahead of us right now, currently, as I'm sitting up here talking to you guys, that are going to happen within the next seven seconds. Your brain is literally downloading. And where's the source coming from? Most likely, we're, we're getting information directly from the divine source itself. People own solar systems and people own galaxies. And that's true to this current moment right now. To this current moment right now, who owns this planet? Amin Rasul owns this planet. Until we enter into the age of Aquarius in 2025 officially. That's who owns this planet right now. Okay, people own planets. People that look like me and you own planets. This is real stuff. that the Egyptian mummification process was, uh, was not so that they can just uh, get on a solar boat in the next life and sail away. You begin to realize that these Atlantean Anunnaki people had promised them something. They promised them eternal life through cloning of their own DNA. This is what mummification is all about. It's all about cloning. They were promised, this is why they would bury themselves in tombs with all their riches. Now, anybody with any kind of common sense knows that these riches are not wrapped in the mummy wrap, so why would the riches go with me to the next realm? So, that's one of the other biggest secrets that's out there. Human beings are extremely powerful beings. We have the capability of exceeding the people that genetically modified us, and they realized this. There was a situation at the Tower of Babel. The Tower of Babel in Babylonia uh, where human beings came together on one accord in peace and in love to build a tower into space. Now, whether it was just a high-rise, whether it was a, a replica of something that they saw these Anunnaki people build that they were calling God, who was actually one of the leaders at that time was Yahweh, who was known as Enlil. That's Enlil in the ancient Sumerian tablets, but known as Yahweh in the modern-day Bible. Enlil had gone away for a while. When he comes back, he sees his tower being built by people in unison, peace, and harmony, and what does he do? He destroys it. Why does he destroy this tower? Why would the creator of the universe see people working together in peace and harmony and destroy their works? It didn't make any sense. It's not the, he wasn't the creator of the universe, that's why. Green, that we talked about earlier, Malachite represented joyfulness and was closely associated with the goddess Hathor. You gotta go to the Hathor Temple in Egypt. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal place. Brown Malachite was used to, uh, he was used as a pigment in painting and statutory Malachite jewelry was highly prized. Eye makeup was made from ground up Malachite. It was also known to defend against certain eye uh, complaints and wearing it has also seen invoking the protective power of the goddess. Hathor was also associated with another popular green stone turquoise known as Mephkat. The turquoise and gold bracelet found at the wrist of Queen Zer is the oldest piece of stone jewelry so far ever discovered, dated back to around 5500 BC. Turquoise was mined in Sinai, and its blue color symbolized fertility, good luck, and protection against the evil eye. 
The Egyptians, the Egyptians also used glazed quartz to great, uh, to a great effect, creating brilliant shades of green. of the Anunnaki engaging mankind. One of the reasons why I think the Emerald Tablets grabbed my attention was because of these few verses right here. Because they're really incredible. As soon as you go start in Tablet 1, you have evidence of a great flood. Over the world then broke the great waters, drowning and sinking, changing Earth's balance, until only the Temple of Light was left standing on the great mountain of Mundal, still rising out of the water. Some there who were living saved from the rush of the fountains. So we're now talking about a situation here where another flood account is being recorded, but extremely long ago, extremely far, far farther back than I even thought was possible. I had no clue until I read this that there was a great flood that far ago that even covered up mountains. This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today.